This world carries some pretty mixed messages. How do you sort out the facts from the fiction? Sometimes you just need the real scoop without the BS. Well, here we go. Welcome to No BS Talk with Julie Turner and Brad Lovell. Get ready for awareness, insight, and fun. Now, here are your hosts, Brad and Julie. Can we control our emotions? The easy answer is yes. Yes? Well, hello. Welcome to No BS Talk. I'm Brad Lovell. And I'm Julie Turner. And today there will be no BS. Because we, Brad and I, no BS. Mm-hmm. This is going to be a great episode, Julie. I'm super excited. It is going to be a great episode. But before we begin, I had a thought. So okay. Everybody to- better grab a chair and sit down. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> My thoughts come really quickly, actually, and I often don't actually finish them. Hmm. But I'm going to finish this one. Do it. So I'm going to speak to the viewers and, and maybe even to each, uh, each of us. I had a thought this morning that maybe I would preface this episode with try your best. To listen, to understand, not to defend your point. Do you ever find that you're doing that? I know I do that sometimes. I'm not necessarily listening to understand. Well, yeah. I mean, being me, I'm just busy reloading the next cartridge in my argument head. Right. Ready to fire out at the universe. No, I'm kidding. Um, (laughs) That's the reality. I mean, the reality of this show is we are creating conversation. Absolutely. And... Really, it's my goal to help you let go of who you are not. So over and over again, I'm going to talk of intuition. And if you want to call intuition instinct, it's kind of the same thing. Mm -hmm. But what I want to hopefully get across is that that little voice in your head, the ego, is not always your best course of action. Right. And that makes complete and total sense. Absolutely. But boy, doesn't it make being human fun? Being human is fun. It is fun. It depends on your perspective. We will talk a lot about perspectives. That's dur- true. During this one and in the future. That's true. Well, that's kind of what we're all about is like getting perspectives out there. Because, of course, this show is about, like I just said, putting a conversation out there. And we're, we're wanting to, uh, you know, not be flowers and moons, but we're not clinical. We just want to get as many people to be uh, accessing these thoughts and ideas as possible. Um, because there really is some great stuff in like the wellness field, if that's what we want to call it. Um, it's just being human. I mean, a lot of the stuff we're talking about is just being logical and to have a little bit of knowledge about why and how our brains are doing what they're doing, I think is a great thing to talk about. Absolutely. And again, this is all drilling back to us as an individual and becoming who we were truly meant to be. But we are going to talk of all kinds of things in the wellness field, everything mm-hmm. from nutrition to your mindset. So we just want to, we want to allow the average Joe, because Brad and I see each other as the average Joe mm-hmm. and ourselves as the average Joe. I don't necessarily see Brad as that. Uh, we, and we just want to connect with those people. That's exactly right. So We've got lots to talk about. So let's start connecting. What have you got in your little brain today? What's this show about? Okay, so can we control our emotions? I already asked that, didn't I? Uh, You did. (laughs) So the reason that this uh, came up, often in my private practice, I have people that they're like, I just got to get over this. I just got to get this out of my head. I just, you know, they're, they're really struggling. And the fact is that they're struggling around releasing an emotion or understanding an emotion. Mm -hmm. So what I do is, is I start off by 
getting people to do some simple techniques. And for example, in hypnosis, Brad and I are both hypnotherapists, for those of you that don't already know. Mm-hmm. And I, I do love hypnosis. I use NLP techniques. And often I just use talk therapy because that gives me a really good understanding of my clients. But in hypnosis, I ask people to close their eyes and I get them to remember a situation where they felt a certain emotion. So for example, happiness or excitement or even sadness, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. And I get them to nod when they're there. I'm sure that, you, that you've had this experience and with clients and, and with yourself. Yes, I have. And Brad, how quickly are you there? You can get there very quickly. Yeah, you can get there really, really quickly. And that is just, I don't actually expect people to stop in the middle of an argument or a middle, the middle of something that they're going through and do this technique that I'm showing them. But the reason I do this is so that people understand it's possible. It's possible. You just changed the way you were feeling. You just changed your emotions. Mm-hmm. It is possible. Mm-hmm. And I don't profess to be an expert on this. However, you know, through my, my uh, learnings in the hypnotherapy field, um, the understanding of brain waves, I've mentioned this before, the understanding of brain waves and where my brain waves are actually at. Brad loves the brain waves. He really does. Helps me a ton in trying to assess what I'm thinking. And when I'm able to uh, assess what I'm thinking, that helps me with my emotions. You know, and a lot, as I've gone along with this, it's helped me to more quickly be, be able to assess. So I actually can head myself off at the past. If I'm starting to get really angry about something, it's like I can head myself off. If I start to, you know, get all leaky and teary. <laughs> we, you know? We've mentioned that Brad is the leaker yeah. and I tend to be the robot. We'll, we'll get into those <laughs> Just wait deeper. till you see us. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of that, we're going to be on Facebook Live right after this show. We are going to be on Facebook Live. O'clock three Pacific. o'clock. Three o'clock. Absolutely. No Tuesdays. Tuesdays. So whether you're listening to this on its first go round mm-hmm. or in a podcast, we will see you on Facebook at yeah. 3 p.m. on Tuesdays. Come on EST. in. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to it. So, uh, yeah, that was just a little plug. But moving back to the conversation, um, I think that is very, very helpful for people to understand a little about how their brains work. Absolutely. So moving forward with, with what we were talking about here, and can you actually control your emotions? Um, where else do you want to go with this? So just the, let's start with the understanding that, that we choose our emotions. We are actually choosing our emotions. Now, there's many different avenues we can go down and and Brad and I do tend to go off on little tangents. We're going to try really hard to stick to a subject today, but we do choose our emotions. But the really interesting thing is we actually train our emotions and then we choose from our trained emotions. So are you saying it's kind of like somebody who's got a bunch of jokes in their back pocket that they're ready to tell at any party and they just pick the one that's appropriate? Even the fact that somebody tends to tell jokes is a trained emotional reaction. You know, in times of stress, if you are somebody that tells jokes, you're probably uncomfortable with whatever that stressor brought up Mm. for you. Mm. So you need to shift your emotions. You're choosing to shift your emotions so that you feel more in control of your emotions. Mm. I've known several people in my life that are like, I don't know what's wrong with me. I like, I laugh at funerals. Right. You know, whenever they're stressed out like that, like oh, that that's a emotional good one. thing like that, they're like, yeah. I laugh at it. It's like, I know it's totally wrong, but I can't help myself. Right. And right. I'm sure that you know people that 
you've told them something or, or you, you, you've maybe opened up a subject and their reaction to you or to that subject is confusing to you. So for example, um, I, I tell you how I'm feeling and you meet that with anger because maybe what your, what your actual reaction was is fear or confusion, but you're really used to anger and you're comfortable in anger. So you chose anger. Mm-hmm. So sometimes our emotions are um, very reactionary. And so it's almost like we have two levels of emotion. My emotions are everybody else's fault. I'll just <laughs> let you know. <laughs> I get that. I do get that. Um, so let's let's talk maybe a little bit about reactionary versus the chosen emotion, right? So you've mm-hmm. got your reactionary emotion. And often it's an emotion that we don't dig into. I always tell people that you that we have a go-to emotion, kind of a go-to in the negative Mm -hmm. side and a go-to on the positive side. Mm -hmm. And instead of actually realizing what our emotion is, for example, you feel fear, but the negative emotion that you're comfortable in is maybe anger, so you go to anger. And you don't, it's so quick, you don't even realize that you're doing it. Let me stop you right there. Let me stop you right there. So, for example, I am invited to an event where I don't know a single person. So I'm having anxiety because I'm there. Okay. And it's a beautiful event. Everybody's awesome, but I don't know anybody. And I'm in zero control of the situation. And I can feel myself getting angry. Right. So is that an example of what you're saying? It's like... Very much so. My emotion is completely belying what I am. Yes. Okay. Yes, because anger doesn't make sense in that situation to somebody who's who's on the outside looking in and they're confused as to why you're angry. angry. So that happens, you know, that we're going to talk about relationships a lot and how mm-hmm. relationships are the best thing and the worst thing in our lives quite often. Mm-hmm. But yes, the person that you're either there with or the people you're talking to, they can feel that you're angry, but they don't understand why you're angry. And honestly, you probably don't either. Oh, it, what I just described actually happened. Yeah. Right, and it was the way I was personally for a long time. I just didn't understand it. As a matter of fact, I wasn't able to put my finger on that until a day or two ago when you started, you know, saying we need to talk about this. Right. And the more I thought about it, I went, oh, like I can remember one situation absolutely in particular where, you know, apologies to my ex-wife now, (laughs) right? Um, But seriously, that's exactly- Yeah, we'll probably apologize to a lot of people from our past. No, but that's exactly what happened. Right. It's like I go here for no unknown reason. Nobody understands it. Suddenly there's a complete disconnect. Right. Right. So that's why I'm really on board to talk about this topic because I've experienced it firsthand and it can be very subtle or it can be very pronounced. Right. And thank you for bringing that up. I I just want to ask you a question. Mm -hmm. Is it possible when you started feeling anxiety about not knowing people, et cetera, et cetera, is it possible? that maybe that could have been uh, a boundary issue. So, and what I mean by that, and for everybody listening out there, we often talk of boundaries and it's like, mm-hmm. honestly, what does a boundary even mean? You know, you, you picture like a wall or something and that's not what a boundary is. Boundaries are when you are able to say what you need to say or do what you need to do to feel safe in a situation. Mm-hmm. So possibly in that situation, if you felt comfortable saying, I'm actually really not comfortable, I don't know anybody, then the person you're with or other people could 
take you and introduce you to people. I could say, oh, that's yeah. no problem. I'll make sure that you that you know people. This person's great. You'll love this person. So that you felt comfortable in that situation. Mm-hmm. But often we feel that that's being too vulnerable. We don't want to be honest about our discomfort. And then it turns into, you know, quite a negative situation. And it never had to be as long as we had proper boundaries. We'll talk about boundaries in another But again, though, this kind of goes back to that internal programming. We talked about this on another episode earlier. I think it was the ego and and emotions episode. But it's like we literally have brain shortcuts. Right. Right. So it's like the more I go to anger as an emotion or the more somebody goes to laughter. Yeah, it becomes becomes a a learned behavior. But it's we actually have shortcuts in our brain. Absolutely. And those of you out there listening, please think about your shortcuts just for a moment. Yeah. What what do you tend to gravitate to from a negative emotion point of view and a positive emotion point mm-hmm. of view? Because at the end of the day, we started talking about how, can you control your emotions? Mm-hmm. Absolutely, you can in in the simplest way. But my goal, our goal in this episode is to get you to understand your emotions instead of control them. Mm. Therefore, you don't go off the deep end and need to control your emotions. If you understood why you were doing the things you were doing, do you think you would go off the deep end? Oh, 100%. Like I said earlier in the episode, if you're aware of what you're doing, then you can head yourself off at the pass. And it'll be so helpful to your life because you eliminate all of these negative communication situations. Absolutely. Based on an, an emotion that you are, you've already programmed in. Absolutely. I mean, it's ridiculous to go to a beautiful party full of beautiful <laughs> people with all of this opportunity and sit there and be angry. Right. And how right? many of you out there have done that? Because I've seen it done and I've definitely entered situations. My my go-to is a little bit different than that. I don't tend to go to anger, mm-hmm. but it you know I have my own fallbacks. Now, now that hopefully you understand a little bit more about why we're controlling our 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 uh, emotions Mm -hmm. and what that can look like. We've got a couple other things coming up in the rest of the show. I want to talk about, first of all, we, to read someone else's emotions and and no, there's no mind reading, but you can read someone else's emotions, but they have to be showing them. Of course Mm -hmm. they have to be showing them. And in our society now, what I want to dig into in the next segment is neurotoxins and our emotions. And it's actually, again, a really, really huge topic, but I think it's a really, really, it's gonna be an interesting one and a really enlightening one for a lot of people. So I'm excited to bring that up. I think so, I think so. And, uh, you know, we are gonna be open after these shows because I know for sure this topic, I'm sure some people are gonna wanna talk about it. Yeah, we we want your feedback. And we would wanna talk about it because that's the whole goal here is to incite a conversation so you can join us every Tuesday, 3 p.m. Pacific time, and we will be live on Facebook on our No BS Talk Facebook page. You bet. And they can actually find that through nobstalk.ca, which is K-N-O-W-B-S-Talk.ca. Why did we do that? Why did we do we that? We spelt it funny just so. Because we know BS. <laughs> we need people to know that we know BS. 
Well, I guess we're about to find out as we go along, as we drive along in our jalopy. Absolutely. I can't wait till after this next break. Yep. I can't wait to talk about neurotoxins. Well, in that case, stay tuned, people. Pay attention to these next couple of ads that are going to just change your life completely. Absolutely. They changed ours. while your life's being busy changed completely, you're going to come back and we're going to change it even more. Woohoo! <laughs> Get a seatbelt. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Creativity, history shows, endless stories of tortured creative geniuses. You're creative, but it's just not coming. You're creative, but you're afraid to show it? Brad Lovell specializes in stress, anxiety, and creative performance enhancement through hypnotherapy and the unique knowledge of creativity, how to own it, and how to value it. You're creative, and you deserve it. Maybe it's time to keep the creative genius and forget about the tortured. Contact Brad now at bradlovellmusic.com. Change. It's constant. How you cope with change in your life can be both a challenge and an opportunity because change is growth. Julie Turner assists clients with health, relationships, and career to expose the opportunity in change and to create a better human experience. Remember, it's not about changing who you are. It's about letting go of who you are not. Get unstuck. Reach out now at julieturner.ca. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You're listening to No BS Talk with Julie Turner and Brad Lovell. If you'd like to be a part of our community, why not visit us at nobstalk.ca. Leave us any questions or comments about the show. We would love to hear from you. That address again is knowbstalk.ca. Now, back to the show. And we're back with neurotoxins. Neurotoxins. Before we get into neurotoxins, I just want to comment about the music coming in from our from our advertisement. I have no idea who wrote that music. Uh-huh. Yeah, Brad is is a very talented musical genius. Let's give him musical genius today. Nah, Yay, Brad. Genius. That's being very friendly. Yeah. <laughs> you get me all emotional. So, yes, that is Brad's music. You're mess- and thank you guys for joining us again. We're back. Round two. Neurotoxins. Neurotoxins. Took you sideways. Sorry about that, Julie. Yeah, he does that, but that's okay. I will recover. So, in planning for this show, I actually looked up what neurotoxins actually meant and are not that i'm not really familiar with them but we'll get into that yeah we're going to talk about neurotoxins and of course we don't profess to be experts no we are not experts on neurotoxins by any means but brad is going to actually read the description of what a neurotoxin is some of you may have heard of the neurotoxin botox but that is a name brand and we're not dissing any particular brand right so Botox injections are noted primarily for the ability to reduce the appearance of facial wrinkles. Why I love them. They are also used to treat conditions such as neck spasms, excessive sweating, an overactive bladder, and lazy eye. Botox injections may also help prevent chronic migraines. They can also temporarily prevent a muscle from moving. 
or they temporarily prevent a muscle from moving. This toxin is produced by the microbe that causes botulism, a type of food poisoning. Doesn't that sound lovely? That sounds, it's right up there with stick and fork in my eye. <laughs> so I am a big fan of neurotoxins, but, and, and uh, as Brad just read, there's so many wonderful uses for neurotoxins without question, or, you know, as I said, this is Botox is the, as how we commonly talk about it, but Botox is a name brand and I am a huge fan. I just want to keep saying that if Botox is out there listening, I'm a huge fan. Please give me free Botox. <laughs> I'm just saying. I love you. Um, but how does this apply to our emotions? Well, before we do that, can we just talk about neurotoxins in general? Because Certainly. I didn't really know anything about neurotoxins. Okay. And I still don't. However, I did do a little <laughs> bit of research. And of course, you know, I found that anything, you know, like it's, it's like snake venom right. is a neurotoxin. Yes. You know, uh, there's there's a lot of, you know, those types of things. Mm -hmm. Puffer fish, blah, 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 blah. Right. Anything that goes into Paralysis, our system. Paralysis, right? You know, yeah. That causes temporary or yeah. long ongoing. So there's all kinds of them. They've been around forever. Mm -hmm. Lead. Yes. Right? You know, there's, uh, you want to do a little historical stuff. You talk about the painting masters from, you know, many, many years ago and how they all maybe started to go a little bit crazy because of the lead that was in the paint. Right. Neurotoxin. Absolutely. Right. So these are just some yes. examples just for anybody like me that didn't really know anything about it. Um, that's just a very rough primer about what we're talking about before we get into the whole. Absolutely. Now we brought up a lot of topics just before the break. Mm -hmm. And we will dive into some of them in future. But today we're talking about, can we control our emotions and the importance of understanding our emotions? I think that's the, the biggest thing. For sure. So we're talking about neurotoxins for a reason today. When, before Botox, there was a lot of people, you know, they, we had an intuition or an instinct on reading people's expressions on their faces. Sometimes we didn't even realize that's what we were doing. Mm -hmm. We, But there's so many little intricate movements of our faces that tell us a different thing. For example, wrinkling up of the nose is kind of disgust. <laughs> right. However, neurotoxins has introduced no wrinkling of anything. So how do you read someone's face now? I, I wanted to share a little story. So when you're when you're you, when you're referring to neurotoxins, eliminating that, you're talking about stuff that's being used specifically for for for, for, for a cosmetic cosmetic cosmetic, but not always because when they when they reduce the issues with headaches, like if you're getting neurotoxins mm -hmm. applied to your facial structure, to your the muscle in your face, it means that you can't move your forehead. Right. So there's definitely things like you're you're either perpetually surprised or never surprised right which is really interesting actually the as i was wanting to talk about this so if you guys haven't figured it out already mm. i have definitely had botox and i will continue to have botox in the future but i've learned a few lessons along the way about where to put it and why so some of it you know was purposely done and some of it I, I don't know that it was but again this is all about neurotoxin and, and our emotions this segment however I wanted to say why I wanted to bring up this bring this up lay it on me sister because we think our emotions strictly come from inside of us 
we think that that you know maybe something outside of us happens and we either become happy or become sad or whatever the case may be but i don't know brad if you have ever stood in the superman stance have you ever done that what like like when he's flying that's not standing brad that's flying so superman see how standing is this some sort of weird karma sutra kind of thing (laughs) I was not so ready guessing, for this. I'm guessing Brad has not stood in the Superman stance. I've done a lot of things that hands are like Superman oriented. Guys out there that are listening, everybody out there that's listening, hands on your hips, chest out proud. I don't care how you're feeling seconds before when you do that, you feel proud. Oh, I see what you just the Superman stance. Yes, Brad. Yes. Like when he's standing oh, there with his cape flopping. Yeah. As opposed to me standing yeah. there with my mouth flopping. And women, sure, call it Wonder Woman if you want. I'm okay with being Superman. Okay. So something as simple as standing in that stance, it actually you can actually control and shift your emotion. And something as simple as smiling when maybe you don't really feel like smiling. Mm-hmm. you can actually feel a little bit happier. Like if you if you smile when you're talking, your voice sounds laughy. And as a, as a musician and as a singer, Brad, I'm sure that you can attest to your voice changes depending on the facial expression. Well, yeah. I mean, this is what's commonly known as inflection. Right. And it's one of the things that uh, social media um, and texting have eliminated from our communication. So, I mean, you're talking oh, about, boy. you know, you're talking about, uh, uh, We'll get into communication communication being limited due to the use of certain items, you know, neurotoxins, Um, things like inflection. I mean, that's why emojis came along. Right. Right. Absolutely. And I am emoji queen for sure. So we'll get into the communication. Yeah, for sure. We will. Absolutely. You have a story. I do have a story. So as I was saying, you have people believe that your emotions come from out from inside of you only and then they work their way to the outside showing on your face and in your body and mm-hmm. that kind of thing but you can also do it in the reverse which is really interesting i.e controlling our emotions right mm-hmm. so what happens when you when your emotions don't get to your face or when your face can't change the expression to give you the emotion that you want to have e- either way what happens in that at that point so there's a couple things from from the person looking at me and I'm not changing my expression. I don't even know if I want to admit this openly, but I am really well known as not being judgmental. Mm-hmm. And as I was researching this show, I'm like, holy crap, am I actually judgmental? But it just doesn't show on my face. So people are like, oh, she's so lovely. Like, do you think that might be a possibility, Brad? This has got all kinds of stuff written all over it. Like you totally, you just totally Unlike reminded my me. face. Wait. <laughs> I remember my family went to Disneyland and my daughter was 15. And of course she was busy being 15. Right. And I literally said to her, it's like, are are you having fun? And she's like, yes. And I'm like, do you want to tell your face? Right. Right. And then she laughs and then she's having a better time. Right. She didn't know. Well, she She didn't laugh. No. But my point is. (laughs) Any 15 year old, the 15 year old out there listening, Brad loves 15 year olds. Don't take that wrong. For anybody. (laughs) <laughs> Julie Turner is messing with my head right now, ladies and gentlemen. I am not. That is untrue. Okay, so this back to your story. Statement. Back to your story. Yes, but that was a really good story that you were just saying, right? Like it, it that absolutely applies. That you, if your fifteen-year-old could have the presence of mind to actually laugh at your joke, her day would get better. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so 
somebody is looking at me and they think that I'm like the least judgmental person on earth because my eyebrows didn't raise because my nose didn't wrinkle. You know, no matter what people tell me, I truly don't feel like I, I don't react to what people tell me because let me tell you, I've been in private practice long enough. I've heard almost everything. I'm You're pretty very, sure. very controlled. I'm very, not only am I very controlled, but I'm very, I'm truly understanding because I've been through a lot on a personal level, but probably a year and a half ago, this is the story I want to tell you guys a year and a half ago. I had a wonderful doctor say, you know, we could take those wrinkles out of your nose completely. And we could also take those lines out from around, you know, the, they're, they just come from under your nose to the corner of your lip mm -hmm. and they, they kind of belie, I think that's the right word. I won't mm -hmm. always get words right. Apologize in advance. Your age, like people don't have those lines when they're younger. So he's like, we can get rid of those. And I'm like, okay, like the younger longevity, here we come. I'm on, <laughs> bring it on. Okay. Like so, so on for longevity, which is another subject we will bring up later on, not in this show. Okay. So he it takes three to 10 days for, for neurotoxins to actually produce their full effect. So on day 10, I couldn't smile. By not having those lines from your nose to your mouth, you also can't smile. I'm sure you've seen lots of actresses, lots of want to be actresses, Instagram mm. models, etc. Nobody's smiling anymore. They're doing this sultry, sexy look. And it's because they can't smile. It's not because they don't want to. Right. So I, I joke, but the fact is, I actually, I was really, really sad. And we're not talking about sad for a day or two. We're talking about months it takes for this to wear off. It changed my life to not be able to smile. Wow. That's pretty freaking dramatic, right? Yeah, that's pretty, pretty dramatic for sure. So note to those out there, make sure that you know where you were, <laughs> what you're doing and what you're applying to your face. I am, I, I love Botox, still going to use it. Just saying. Now I'm really, really cautious about the battle between wanting to look younger and wanting to feel a certain way because it, it does, it works from your face in and from your body out to mm. your face. Both things are really important. Right. So from somebody on the outside, this really does mess with, like you were talking about earlier, the, the communication between Absolutely. people. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. <sighs> yeah. And we are, gonna, again, we're going to get into more into communication into the, in the third mm -hmm. segment of this, but when you can't clearly communicate by body movements and by facial movements, mm -hmm. then what do you have to do? You have to actually use your words. You yeah. actually have to be willing to be open, open and vulnerable. And Brad on a regular basis laughs at me because I say what I'm thinking. Yeah, you do. I do. Yeah. And, and it makes my life a lot easier because people don't need to read me then. Shall I mention that story? I, I'm going to mention it. I don't know why I ask his permission. I'm just going to do it anyway. <laughs> I feel like I'm very talky today. You are very talky today. I am today. very talky today. So, you know, Brad is here. For those Bring of you it. who have like, is Brad is even there anymore? He's still here. I'm still here. He's listening intently. I'm listening intently. He's a good listener. Hmm. For those of you who are going to want to work with Brad, which there will be many, he is a good listener and an amazing writer. Just saying. Hmm. Thank you. 
So not that long ago, mm-hmm. I was on a date with somebody mm-hmm. and they said to me, I just, I can't read you. I don't know if you're interested in me or not. And there's, the reason I bring this up is twofold. First of all, we are in a situation where we've been on a, on a lockdown of sorts. So I don't have Botox in my face right now. Mm. So my expressions are actually showing. But the fact is, if you are unable to read somebody, you're, you're looking for a sign of interest from them and you're unable to read this and you're pretty sure they're not completely full of Botox, the fact is they're probably not interested because they're not showing it. Right. Like we can control our emotions to a point, but you you absolutely, your face will show things again, provided you're not full of Botox like I often am. Um, <laughs> so again, we all have that ability to read the other person, but sometimes we look for things that aren't there and then we second guess our ability to mm-hmm. read. But being open communicators on both ends would be really, really beneficial. And we're going to talk about communication in the next segment, aren't we, Brad? I'm very excited to talk about communication because it's something that I've taken a long time to learn about. And Brad is really, really, he's a huge um, facilitator of communication. He really, it really isn't a thing that he gets excited about. So hopefully Brad will do a lot more talking in the next segment. Both personally and professionally in my Mm -hmm. life, um, working in marketing and with people, um, I've seen the phenomenal good that great communication can bring. And I've seen the phenomenal downfall that poor communication can bring. And we will give um, ideas, theories, thought processes on good and bad communication Mm. and the reason that it is so important in our world today. Yeah, it's absolutely important in our world today. Uh, Even more so than ever. Just simple, clear communication. Absolutely. Right, because I can't read your face. So what we need to do is communicate that you guys got to join us after the next break, so you don't miss everything you need to know about communication. That's right. We're doing the lowdown and the throwdown on the communicatory thing. Oh, my goodness. I know. That was really lame. Yeah, after that, please still come join us. But I think communicatory is a word, isn't that? Nope. Enjoy these commercials. Voice America is on your favorite smart speaker. If you have Alexa or Google Home, go ahead and give us a try. Hey Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast on TuneIn. Change. It's constant. How you cope with change in your life can be both a challenge and an opportunity because change is growth. Julie Turner assists clients with health, relationships, and career to expose the opportunity in change and to create a better human experience. Remember, it's not about changing who you are. It's about letting go of who you are not. Get unstuck. Reach out now at julieturner.ca. Creativity. History shows endless stories of tortured creative geniuses. You're creative, but it's just not coming. You're creative, but you're afraid to show it. Brad Lovell specializes in stress, anxiety, and creative performance enhancement through hypnotherapy and the unique knowledge of creativity, how to own it and how to value it. You're creative and you deserve it. Maybe it's time to keep the creative genius and forget about the tortured. Contact Brad now at bradlovellmusic.com. 
Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com. You're listening to No BS Talk with Julie Turner and Brad Lovell. If you'd like to be a part of our community, why not visit us at nobstalk.ca. Leave us any questions or comments about the show. We would love to hear from you. That address again is knowbstalk.ca. Now, back to the show. And welcome back from the break, everybody. This is No BS Talk. I'm Brad Lovell. I'm Julie Turner. And there will be no BS. Because we no BS. We do. Well, we do we no BS. We do. So picking up right where we left off, today we're talking about can you control your emotions? Absolutely. We just had a stellar talk. If you're just walking in, we just had a stellar talk about Botox and what that's done to the communication of humans in general. Yeah. And I'm sure that a lot of you right now that were with us before the break are going, oh my goodness, that makes so much sense Mm -hmm. because you have had neurotoxins or because your partner has Mm -hmm. that our, our communication gets a little bit um, confusing or confused. And honestly, in a world where we often communicate in ways that aren't face to face, anyways, we really need to be clear with our communication. And, you know, Botox messes with the way that we communicate with our face. And if we're not clear in our words, that mm-hmm. can be a challenge. And now add in the fact that a lot of people are wearing masks. Hey, yeah. I can't tell you how many people hey. I've run into and they're like, I'm smiling because I can't see their face, right? Yeah. All I can see is their eyes. And I'm like, I'm I'm actually really good at reading eyes. So I'm mm-hmm. like, I know you're smiling. It's okay. But it's it's messing with us. It is a little strange, I have to admit. Um, I actually, well, you were with me at the grocery store. Mm-hmm. And that lady said, I'm smiling. I actually am. And I'm like, I can tell by your eyes. Yeah. Right. So really, it's funny because our we're, we're getting a little bit modified mm-hmm. now. Right. Um, as far as what we're looking for. Absolutely. Um, and that's just kind of natural selection. I mean, that's since the dawn of man. Right. Like right. Physical communication. Well, and those nuances absolutely. in your face. Right. Poker players, blah, 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 blah. And babies, just so that you know, babies mm-hmm. do not have obviously verbal skills when they're born but babies are born being able to read facial expressions Mm -hmm. so it's really and and we could go into attachment theory it's Mm -hmm. actually a topic i really really like and in another show we probably will go into attachment theory if Mm -hmm. you're interested uh in in one of the books that i love that speaks to attachment theory i really like hold on to your kids from gabber mate hopefully i'm saying his name correctly Mm -hmm. but it's it was a real, it was a game changer for how I understood myself, but that's kind of a side note. Mm-hmm. Again, I love attachment theory and how it actually works into all the little nooks and crannies of our lives and we don't actually even have a clue. Well, I'm interested in having that one. Before we go any further, I'd just like to comment too. I think that it's very, very cool that you're discussing the whole Botox thing as somebody who's used it mm-hmm. because I don't know a lot of people who like openly discuss that. No, uh, you know what? It's as as we were saying before the break, I have learned not only because I use neurotoxin, but I have learned to express how I'm feeling, even if it doesn't really feel super comfortable. The mm. The problem is the reason that we don't always express how we're feeling is because we have this underlying feeling 
that we're not safe to do so. So when we feel that we're not safe, we don't say everything that is on our minds. And the fact is, is if you really looked at, at that feeling, like the emotion that's, that's coming up where you're not feeling safe, what's underlying that is possibly you're worried about being either controlled or rejected. When I work with clients, I, I kind of work really quickly to figure out what their big thing is. Mm-hmm. Because if I give them instruction and there's somebody that doesn't like to be controlled, they're not going to do it. Right. But if there's somebody that really, really hardcore doesn't like to be rejected, they're going to do the homework just because I've asked them to, because they want to, they want to do what's best. They want mm. to please. Right. But that's again, Brad and I are going to get off topic over and over again, multiple times. So well, we'll all, try and bring it back. It all kind of comes back because this third third part of this episode today is really trying to tap into the um, the elements that we talked about previously in, in the two other segments of this episode. Um, and how does that apply to communication? Right. Right. Because communication, especially in this day, like you just put forward, which I didn't even think of, you know, the, the masks. Right. Um, it really messes with our communication. Absolutely, it does. So we need really need to be uh, to, to try and be as clear as possible. Yeah, right? for sure we do. And and often we just wander through the world. We're not, especially when it's. I always talk of relationships as there's many many different levels, and even the cashier in the grocery store mm-hmm. is a relationship. Yeah, you know, for me it's a real relationship because I actually like to go to see the same cashier every time I go to the same grocery store. Mm-hmm. But for everyone, it's a type of relationship. It's a human connection, and hopefully, if we've learned nothing else over the last few months with this quarantine or self-isolation is that we actually need to communicate with other humans. We actually need that interaction. Well, I think we need to make an effort to be clear. Yeah. And we also need to make an effort on the other side to understand. Well, exactly. Thank you for mentioning that. We we began this right. whole episode with listen to understand and and the reason that I brought that up is it's kind of our no BS recipe for success for today, because listening to understand when you're out in public is really, really important. We get triggered really often by someone else's behavior or their words. And honestly, if we would just listen to understand them, we'd see that most most things that you get triggered by mm-hmm. are your fears being triggered within you. Mm-hmm. And if that person is upset that's speaking to you, it's because of their fears that are being triggered in them. And if we just have empathy for each other, that'd be really, really important. Well, if, you know, if there's one thing that comes out of today's episode, um, again, I say this all the time, is that somebody takes this conversation and continues it with somebody else in their life over dinner, over coffee. And the real, the, the key elements right now, especially that really resonate with me, is our try and be clear and try and be understand understanding. I think that is definitely a recipe for trying to make things more concise and more understandable, especially at this time. But it applies to, to our whole life. Absolutely, it applies to our whole life. And and we did want to bring up some different types of communication that are maybe an issue in your relationship. I know they've been an issue in my past mm-hmm. relationships. Some of them I've done and some of them have been um, the my partner 
connected, but we want to talk about when you're when you're clearly communicating some things that may be pitfalls. So we often think that constructive criticism is necessary. If you don't agree with what that other person is saying or doing, it is important for you to step in and give them constructive criticism. Mm -hmm. But I always stick to, is it kind, is it helpful? Right. So it's not always kind, but sometimes it's helpful. And you know, that's, that's my rule, it doesn't have to be yours. But I think it's really important that we understand that just because you want to criticize somebody doesn't mean that that is, is what's needed. We're trying to talk about clear communication, right? Mm -hmm. And and you may or may not think I need to be clear that that's wrong. (laughs) Right. And not right or wrong. I mean, we talked about inflection uh, earlier, Mm -hmm. you know, about, you know, you know, it's like, Julie, you're lovely. As opposed to Julie, you're lovely. Right? I I can't even tell you how many times people have said things that were compliments to me, but in a very insulting tone. That's so confusing. Right. So this. Why is, do you always look so good? This gets. Okay, that's mean. What? <laughs> but you. That was a compliment. I'm so confused. It gets like. <laughs> I mean, it gets used in comedy all the time. Right. Um. But my point is, is it comes back to inflection and clarity and delivery. Right. Right. One of the best things that uh, I kind of learned from somebody who is a very successful business person and a, and a friend of mine um what's just this whole concept of you know don't uh it's like a come with me approach right to everything right yes right? actually i was wondering if or, you were going to connect this to criticizing but yes that that very much connects it so my point is like to you it's like by so example as opposed to saying you know julie why don't you smile more? <laughs> right? Maybe the delivery. That's so not something anybody has ever said to <laughs> well, me. Considering, <laughs> considering what we just talked about in the last thing. Yeah, about, no kidding. That would right? have broken my heart a year and a half ago to have somebody say that. But maybe it should be more something along the lines of, you know, maybe we could just smile more. Uh, right? Like still, it's all in the you know delivery. What? Like it's just. Uh, How about you do something that maybe would support them to smile? Well, all of these things combined. Right? You know, again, that's even even a light criticism is often not necessary. Yeah. You know what I mean? And but just saying, and it's just the way I am, are not excuses. No, they are not, people. Right? It's not just the way you are. Like, that is another learned belief system. Well, yeah. BS that's, belief system. That's right. Yo. Just in case you guys weren't listening before in a different episode, belief system is another BS, <laughs> unchecked belief systems. So let's move on to the next thing that can sometimes get in the way of our relationships. Okay. And that is resentment. So this is another issue when you don't communicate clearly. Well, if you've got shitty delivery, chances are people are gonna resent you. <laughs> Actually, a situation happens over and over and over again, but instead of saying, you know what, I'm really uncomfortable with that. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, could we do this instead or whatever the case may be? You just allow it to build up as resentment. Mm -hmm. And then you make your emotions that other person's fault. Totally. And it's not. Your emotions are not anybody else's fault. That's boundaries. Talk about boundaries again. We'll do that in another segment. Yeah, and how how unfair is it to download your crap on somebody else? Absolutely. Now, how do you 
I'm just telling you to, to speak clearly and communicate clearly, mm-hmm. but understand that, that you have to do what's best for you, understanding that you also, it also needs to be what's best for that other person. Right? It, this is not a one-way street. It's almost like, <laughs> you know, they say in business, you know, whoever they are, um, but from a business angle, you know, the best deal is the deal when all parties win. Right. Right? And you could look at a friendship, a romantic relationship. You could look at any form of communication. I choose to try and look at that. Right. I try and keep that in mind. Can both parties win? Right. Because right? they're... They- but both parties have to understand that there's negotiation that happens. Right. Right? So if you and I are having a disagreement, which we have had... Yes, we have. I always win. Right? <laughs> No, I don't. I know you're being funny. <laughs> I can't tell if you've won or not because just the face thing. Yes, right. <laughs> can't tell how satisfied you are with the result. Um, Brad now knows why he cannot no, read No, but my we face. have had disagreements, but it's important that both parties understand that there's a negotiation part of every discussion. But if one party is making it impossible by downloading their crap and saying things like, well, I'm just saying... And because that person is not listening to understand those people out there, they're not listening to understand. They're listening to have a retort. And that is not good communication. Anybody that's like, they love to debate. If you're debating, mm-hmm. you're unlikely listening to understand. Well, it's kind of what I referred to earlier, right? If I'm busy loading the debate bullets into right. the chamber of my head. Yeah. I'm not even listening to you. I'm just getting loaded so I can fire my next point at you because I have to win. That's right. And it's not about winning. It's about each person coming out with what they need or want in the situation. And sometimes that's not possible. We're not all sunshine and roses and deluded, but sometimes sometimes you don't get what you need out of a situation. And depending on the relationship that we're talking about, Mm -hmm. you know, if this is a business relationship and you're not getting what you needed, then get out of that relationship. Mm-hmm. Well, you how know? many people do I know, myself included? Business, no problem, right. generally speaking. Right. Personal, whoa. It's like now there's all the, they're not going to like me. Or uh, now I'm gonna be. Which leads us right into fear, which is our next topic. But I do want to just interject really quick, though, because over the course of time, patterning becomes a really big part of this. Mm-hmm. For sure. Right. Which is why you got to check in with your belief systems because patterning is all part of belief systems. And that goes back to the You start quick to believe mental, things about yourself. Yeah, and it goes others. back to the quick mental solutions that we have in our head, like being at a happy event and being angry. Right. Right? Because we have to watch our own patterning as well as the patterning between yourself and the person that you're trying to negotiate or discuss with. Right. And, and this sounds... You know, sometimes when we're speaking, it sounds like, oh my goodness, there's so many things to think about. But at the end of the day, there's actually nothing to think about. Mm. There is gut instinct. And then the ego comes in and possibly tells you, yeah, but they're doing this for this reason. Or yeah, but this, yeah, but that. Mm -hmm. Ignore your ego. Yeah, Your instinct or your intuition, whatever you want to call it, is correct. But you can't just stop. So I always say that instinct or intuition is stop or go. And if it says stop and you're about to go out on, on the town mm-hmm. with your wife and you're like, Oh, it says stop. I'm building fear, anxiety, whatever the case may be. 
stop doesn't mean you stop in your tracks and you turn into a turtle. It means acknowledge that you're, there's discomfort Mm. and then speak about your discomfort instead of building that story in your head. And try and disperse the patterning. Absolutely. You know, so again, I'm just going to do a quick stop here because we presented a ton of stuff here. Absolutely, in the last we five did. Minutes. Which is why we work in private practice, mm-hmm. so that people that are feeling triggered by some of these things can can communicate with us one on one, or can send us an email if they have a quick question. Yeah, I would love people to do that. Yeah, send us an email, connect with us if you want to book a private practice session with Brad or I. That's great. But if you just want to ask a question, we're happy with that too. Absolutely. Um, and I was going to say something that was really important and I just totally forgot because you just said that. Maybe that was what it was. Should we have a fight about Maybe that? Maybe I just read your mind. Is that what that was? Maybe. Well, it didn't take it. Is that, is that what you felt? <laughs> okay, Brad's going to take a moment. Mm, no, here's what I was going to say. Okay. Okay, I remember what I was going to say. See, just a second, really. We presented a whole ton of stuff. Mm-hmm. So for anybody listening, mm-hmm. I would encourage them that certainly somewhere in their life is a relationship that could use a little bit of help in the communication. Absolutely. Right? So just think about, you know, maybe there's places in your life, people in your life that you're having trouble communicating with that you'd like to improve that. Listen to this episode, try and put some of those dots together, Mm -hmm. and you'll probably very quickly figure out a few things that might help that. So I would love for people to do that. Absolutely. And I would love for people to reach out if they're not going to reach out to us mm-hmm. so i have a little bit of an issue with the whole self-help industry only because we perceive that we can cure whatever is going on in our minds with our own minds and we can't yeah very we good. need a sounding board so i think maybe we'll we'll leave it at that i, I don't want to I, I don't want to go into the self-help industry mm-hmm. maybe that should be a whole other episode as well look at all the episodes we've got coming up brad well the simple fact of the matter is is that's why we're here is to present some of this stuff to get people on board to start thinking about it. Absolutely. And reaching out, it doesn't have to be, you know, you don't have to necessarily book a counseling session depending on where you're at, but start communicating with others outside of your head when you need support. Mm -hmm. That's really, really important. And if you want to communicate with us. Well, you can definitely find us on Facebook. Absolutely. Uh, Just go to nobstalk.ca. That is K-N-O-W-B-S-Talk.ca. And we really look forward to hearing from you. I'm super excited about this episode today, Brad. I'm excited to hear back from everybody because I would like to get some feedback on this. Absolutely. Thank you guys so much. Is that the end of our show today? That's the end of our show today. We, To be honest, we forgot to hit the timer, so. No, we're good. Are we good? We're always good. Absolutely. Thank you, Brad. Thank you, Julie. Thanks so much for joining us for this week's edition of No BS Talk. Brad Lovell and Julie Turner will be back next Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time and 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Make sure you're here, too. 